It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Today's podcast will make you smile because the ladies you're about to meet are all about making their own sunshine. At 81 years young, best friends Sandy Haslip and Ellie Hamby decided they wanted to travel the world in 80 days. Their plans were delayed because of the pandemic, but they finally accomplished their goal. Traveling seven continents starting in January of this year. They set out on an adventure of a lifetime, viewing as many wonders of the world as they could fit in. And they did it on a tight budget, documenting their travels on social media. Sandy and Ellie are not done yet because age is just a number and life is too short not to keep doing what you love. Here's my incredible interview with the TikTok grannies, Sandy and Ellie. Sandy and Ellie, what a pleasure to talk to you both. It's been a while. I've been following your journey. Uh, how did it go? Sandy, let's talk to you first. You're in Texas, right? I am. I'm in West Texas. So you tell me how this all came together. Well, from the start, how we started it. and then Yes. How it start worked. when you first got the idea to travel around the world at 80. Yes. Well, about four or five years ago, in anticipation of our turning 80 years of age, I and since we had traveled internationally in the before together, I just mentioned one day to Ellie, wouldn't it be fun to go around the world in 80 days at age 80? Well, Ellie jumped on the bandwagon with that and thought it would be fun too. So we started making plans and we had all of our plans made and all of our reservations made the year we were 80, which was last year, 2022, and COVID shut it down. Hmm. But COVID didn't shut us down. <laughs> so we went this year when we were 81 years of age and our new theme was around the world in 80 days at 81 and still on the run. 81 and so, still on the run. Yes. Why don't you let Ellie tell you now how well everything went? Okay, so Ellie, tell me where you are currently right now. I am currently in Zambia, Africa. I just arrived a couple of days ago and I'll be here two months. I, I direct a medical mission and that will be happening in July. And this is actually the place the country and the place where Sandy and I first really met each other. She was a doctor on the medical mission, and I was one of the directors of the medical mission. So it's uh, kind of a, a very fond place and lots of good memories for both Sandy and I. Oh, my gosh. So when did you become good friends? 23 years ago in Zambia, Africa. Oh, and what was it about Sandy that, you know, kind of drew you to her? Well, two things. Sandy and I are very uh, similar personalities in that we are always 
looking at the positive side of everything. It's going to work. We just know it'll work. And we both love to travel. We both have lost our husbands. Mine passed away five years after Sandy's husband passed away. And then after the death of my husband, then we became really close friends because Sandy started her practice uh, in the Abilene where I actually live. And she called me one day and she said, look, I've started my practice in Abilene, but I don't want to leave my home in Eastland, which is 60 miles away. What if you gave me a bed two nights a week and I'll take you out to eat? Well, that was 18 years ago. And she was there two nights before I left last week. So that's how we schemed and planned all these trips for the last 18 years of her staying at my house at least a couple nights every week. Oh, my goodness. What a story. Well, first of all, I, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, you know, my mom is 81 and she really relies on her girlfriends. Uh, you know, it's quite heartwarming to talk to her about the love that she has, especially now uh, with her girlfriends, who in some cases I feel like they mean more to her than ever. Uh, and Sandy, so tell me what it was about Ellie that kind of, you know, solidified your friendship. Well, as Ellie told you, we became really well acquainted in Zambia on the mission trip. And what first drew me to her was her organizational skills and um, her extremely awesome work ethic. And I can remember that first year um, I had my 14-year-old grandson with me in Zambia. And Ellie is directing this mission with 200 volunteers taking care of 3,000 patients a day, and she is barking orders everywhere. And I remember saying to my grandson, that is the only female I have ever met in my life who can work circles around me. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Okay, so you decided to do this incredible trip. You know, most people at any age wouldn't even think of tackling something like this. Ellie, tell me about how these plans came together. Well, you know, it's interesting you say most people wouldn't do it. Sandy and I actually never even gave it a second thought. It was just, yeah, because we really feel like we can do it. If we want to do it, we can figure out a way to make it happen. And of course, we were both enthralled with the Around the World in 80 Days, the Jules Verne book and old movie. And so we decided, hey, let's do it. Let's go to some of the main cities that uh, Phileas Fogg did in the movie, in the book. And so that's the first thing we did. We planned certain cities that, that uh, Phileas Fogg had gone. And then we decided, well, we're going to do more than that so we thought what about all seven continents I said, sure we can do that so we did that we got that lined up and then we said well what about world wonders natural and man-made and so we just picked out all that we could figure out that we could go to and that's basically how we planned the trip we did plan everything ourselves we did every hotel every plane ticket every single thing we booked and and did all our sales. We never used a travel agent uh, to plan anything for us. Mm -hmm. And you say that, you know, you both aren't rich ladies. You know, you did this on a budget, Sandy. Yes, ma'am. We certainly did do this on a budget. <laughs> our average cost of hotel rooms per night average for each of us was twenty nine dollars a night. 
And there were times when it was much less than that. There were times when it was $13 per night. (laughs) (laughs) That's some good budgeting. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. So are you both adventurous? Uh, Sandy, are you an adventurous person? Uh, Did this surprise you about yourself? Actually, I was never as adventurous as Ellie until... um, until I became acquainted with Ellie. And um, my first trip to Zambia was my first time in my life to ever sleep in a tent. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And Ellie, what about you? Where does that adventurous side come from? I think I've always had it. I grew up on a farm in Oklahoma and I really didn't travel. This is Western Oklahoma. And, uh, but I always, read books about adventuresome women. I, Amelia Earhart was just my idol. I just, everything I could read about her because I was just so taken with a woman that would get out and make such a difference in the world. And so that really, I had that in my inside me when I was growing up. And then my husband and I started kind of after we got married quite young but uh, we then didn't have much money so we figured out how we could travel really on a budget we moved to africa we lived here six years and then we did a lot of travel back and forth and soon realized uh, that we could do it and i've always liked to do things now of the two of us i will tell you i'm a bit more adventuresome than sandy i did let the pipe <laughs> 13 foot python wrap itself around my body in the outback what? and sandy took the picture and uh, uh and she didn't do snorkeling in the great barrier reef because she's not she does not like water uh so anyway but she did tango in argentina and that was quite the sight tango in argentina sandy oh yes that was fun <laughs> wow so tell me about the highlights for you obviously The whole trip, I'm sure, was unbelievable. Did you take a journal? Did you write all of these things down, Sandy? Well, we journaled daily uh, on on, on Facebook and to our children, sent pictures and journaled daily. And and we had a, a daily journal with us that showed every day's date, the country we were in that day, the hotel we were in, and what time we needed to be at the air at an airport, and or what time we were going to fly into the airport, and how we were going to get from the airport to a hotel, we had all of that journal before we ever left to go on the trip. And then on the bottom of each page, there was a place to make some fun notes about the trip. Hmm. Any highlights for you, Sandy, other than the dancing in Argentina? <laughs> Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. Be, being able to stand and see right where the northern lights were oh. in Lapland, Finland. Oh, my gracious. That was so exciting. Woo. Yeah. Ellie, what about you? I think uh, two things, Antarctic, you know, of course, we started our trip in Antarctic, 
Uh, we took a, a ship through the Drake Passage with very turbulent waters with a storm. We had 20-foot waves, and it was quite something rocking and a rolling and a slipping and a sliding we did for about a good 24 hours. But when we set foot on Half Moon Island and saw we're standing there with the penguins, the icebergs, the ice mountains, the majesty of all of that was just beyond belief. And I think there's nothing that can surpass that feeling in uh, in Antarctica. And uh, so that was uh, a really uh, just a wonderful thing. Mm. How did you see Antarctica? Oh, I'm sure. How did you ladies pack? Because, you know, I think about myself and when I travel with my girlfriends, you know, we've got a, an outfit for every event. So what did you bring with you, Sandy? I'll start with you. <laughs> All right. Well, as you just heard, the beginning of our trip was to Antarctica. And because we, as Ellie told you, we took a little expedition ship to the Antarctic. But to fly back, we flew back in a chartered, a, a rather small chartered plane. So the weight limits were extremely limited. And that was the first part of the trip. And that's how we had to stay. So I think uh, I think our checked luggage was 15 kilograms and our carry on all totaled was seven kilograms. So extremely uh, extreme weight restrictions. So we basically had about four different outfits um, and then to keep warm in Antarctica and in the Arctic Circle, we had uh, very thin but very uh, good insulated underwear to put <laughs> under our clothing. And so we made it work. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ellie, what about you? What, what was special about your packing skills? Well, just keep taking it out because you really don't need it. <laughs> and uh, yes, we did manage, and it was it was amazing how little you can get by with, because you know you can really buy almost anything in this world anymore, except the Antarctic. There's no stores there, of course. <laughs> you're you're stuck with what you have. Uh, but uh, uh, yes, I packed lightweight clothes and not very many, and we did a lot of hand washing in the sink and. Did uh, and then if it was a place that had a laundry service, uh, we would definitely use that. Mm -hmm. But uh, and then of course we wore dirty clothes a lot. Yep, the same clothes over and over again. But but uh, that wasn't what the trip was all about. It was all about the adventure and and the, we didn't want to carry a lot of luggage because that just is burdensome. Just uh, it's just a hindrance for your to your travel if you're carrying a lot of luggage. Mm -hmm. Sandy, do you remember any special meals that you had that you were just like, oh, I think I'm in heaven? Oh, my goodness. Yes. When we were on Easter Island, uh, the gentleman that uh, picked us up every morning from our little uh, cottage where we stayed and drove us around the island to see the Moai statues, stopped at one of the local food places to make sure that they had fresh tuna steaks oh. now you know i'm from texas and we eat our tuna comes from a can of tuna <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I had never had fresh tuna steaks oh my gracious it was awesome i loved it mm -hmm. ellie what about you 
Well, you know, I had an unusual, I had an unusual hamburger in Tasmania. It had beets on the hamburger. Now, I had never had red beets on a hamburger, and that doesn't even sound good, but that was one of the best hamburgers I've ever had. Wow. And I just thought, I, I just was just an unusual sort of thing. And of course, I did eat raw sea urchin in, in Easter Island, along with the tuna, but I just pulled right out of the sea and just opening it up and eating it. But that's what the locals were doing. So I tried it, mm-hmm. and it was. I can't say that it was just, you know, I want to have that every day, but it was definitely edible. It was memorable. Yes. Edible. Edible. Yeah. Excellent. memorable too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, tell me about you traveled to different places. You met other people. What was that like? Because I feel like more people should do something like this to have a greater appreciation for just human beings. You know, I think we're so inundated with bad news and we just got out of a pandemic. And of course that affected so many people's lives, but you know, to travel to places and meet strangers, did that make you believe that, you know, we are all connected and that we need to kind of be on the sunny side of the street when it comes to, you know, living and experiencing this great big world of ours. Sandy? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for asking that. Um, Ellie and I frequently say, frequently say that on our trips, we love the uh, architecture that we see. We love the, the, um, the world wonders, the, the things God created, but we love the people and let me tell you a specific incident in india Mm. we were visiting a temple and um there was there were some ladies who heard us speaking english without an accent and she said are you two sisters and we said no we're very good friends and she asked where we're from we told her and we saw that she was with a group of ladies and we said um is this a group of friends you're traveling with and she said oh no uh this is our mother and we are five sisters Mm. i said oh that is beautiful my grandmother had five daughters well she told her mother that story her mother came over and hugged my neck and said i'm like your grandmother Oh, my I just goodness. loved it. It was such a beautiful story. So, of course, we had our picture made with that woman who had five daughters, like my grandmother had five daughters. Mm. Ellie, what about you? What what kind of gave you a, uh, just kind of one of those moments that life is life is beautiful? Well, we were in the train station in Japan, in the second largest train station in the world, Shinjuku. And 3.6 million people a day go through that train station. And it is mostly in Japanese. We were wanting to get a ticket to Mount Fuji. We were standing in the middle of the train station while all those 3 million, et cetera, et cetera, people were all knew exactly where they were going. It was just like clockwork. Everybody was flowing just perfect. But Sandy and I standing in the middle of the train station could not figure out how we were going to get this ticket to Mount Fuji. This young man comes up to us. He's probably in his um, middle 30s, and he says, I know you. And we said, what? Now, we had on our Round the World T-shirts in 80 days and had our photos on it. And we said, how do you know us, and who, who are you? And he said, well, I'm Ziggy 
from Slovenia. And I read about you all in the London Daily Mail. And now we are here together in Japan. And I, and I meet you. And he said, and it looks like you're having some problems. And we said, absolutely, we are having problems. We just can't figure out how to buy a ticket to Mount Fuji. And he said, that is not a problem. I'm going to stop what I was going to do today. And I'm going to help you two get a ticket to Mount Fuji. Oh. And Ziggy did that. And we went to Mount Fuji. And he became our BF immediately. And he's our hero. And it was just, we just smiled at each other and said, that is the goodness in humanity. Oh. We saw it over and over on our trip. People are good. We just don't give them the opportunity or don't even believe that they are. But the people are basically good. Yes, I agree with you. I feel like I love your story so much. And looking at your pictures that you've posted on Instagram, I see these beautiful smiles of yours and it just lights up the whole frame of the picture. You know, you just look so joyous. And, you know, what's next for you, ladies? Sandy, I'll start with you. Well, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sandy. All right. Well, of course, we have another plan <laughs> and <laughs> we will make we plan to make this trip next year when we turn when we will be 82 years of age. And our new theme will be we are 82 and we're not through. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to let Ellie tell you where we are going. OK, Ellie. <laughs> well, you know, on this on our trip that we just finished around the world in 80 days, one of our stops was supposed to be Peru and the Machu Picchu. We were in Chile three days before we were to fly to Machu Picchu. And of course, the political unrest became so bad. They closed uh, Machu Picchu. People were stranded there. We, we could not get into the country. So we had to change. And that's actually why we went to Argentina and Sandy did the tango and I went horseback riding. But we decided, okay, let, let's do a continent at a time and just go to one continent and spend more time there. And of course, we had to go to, have to go back to South America because we've got to go see Machu Picchu since it was denied us doing that on this trip. So that's why we selected that to go to South America. And of course, we'll go to Machu Picchu. We'll also go to Brazil because even though we did not go to Brazil on this trip, Sao Paulo, Brazil, is the, has the largest number of followers. It's a city in the the once number one city in the world with more followers of ours on Instagram. And we were on national TV for, after we returned in uh, uh, in in Brazil, and that we have a lot of followers, and particularly in the Sao Paulo area. Thanks. So we thought, well, there's a lot to see there. And of course, the Rio de the Christ the Redeemer and the uh, Har Rio Harbor, and, and so we, we've got other places we're going to go in South America. But those are uh, Peru and Brazil are two places we'll definitely we'll definitely visit. We'll be back with more sunshine right after this. Sandy, were you surprised by, you know, the amount of media attention that you that you got? I mean, I've seen you on many, you know, New York Times, you were a USA Today. Uh, people were very interested in learning about your travels. Was that surprising? 
Thank you for asking this question because absolutely, yes, it was surprising. When Ellie and I planned this trip, it was just the, for the fun of it for us. And we had no idea we were going to have all of the news media and social media following us. But let me tell you what has been icing on the cake for us for this trip. And that has been the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of comments that we brought joy into other people's lives by getting to follow us on this adventure. Mm. Oh my gracious. That has just, that's just made the trip even doubly worth it, Mm -hmm. you know? And then for people to say that we have inspired them to get up and make some plans and do something else. Oh, I just, I just love it. Oh, Ellie, tell me. I mean, yes, you both have inspired me, but you tell me as well. Um, you know, not expecting this type of attention, what, you know, what got you the most? Was it a comment on social media? Was it an interview that you did? You know, tell me about an experience that that this trip gave you. Well, actually, uh, when we arrived in LAX at the end of our trip, we are leaving the arrivals hall And we walk out and this lady comes running up to us and she says, you're the TikTok traveling grannies. And we thought, oh, my goodness. She says, I follow you. And uh, and then five minutes later, here came another lady. You're the TikTok traveling grannies. And of course, uh, that was we were like, oh, my goodness, this is really, really not what we expected at all. And what has been One of the things that uh, the social media has shown us is the value of our friendship Mm. and particularly uh, the, of course, the TikTok uh, followers. And we've, you know, one of our TikTok uh, videos has 6.3 million views and we've got thousands and 60 some thousand followers and uh, just a real, real following on the TikTok. And I would say 98% of the TikTok followers it's all about friendship Mm. and Sandy and I it's all tagging this can be us let's do this you know it's all about being a friend everybody needs a friend everybody needs everybody and everybody should be a friend and you know it's not something that you just automatically happens you know, it's something you work at to make sure that you are the right kind of friend. And Sandy and I, we did not have any argument on this trip. We've been around another long time. We know what clicks, what doesn't. And if I, we respect each other's space. If I want to do something, she's okay. But uh, but I do believe the friendship thing has uh, been just so rewarding and actually gratifying uh, to Sandy and I to realize something that, we sort of took for granted the world and and it's cherished by us now that we realize, oh, my goodness, we have something very special. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I think that you have to nurture uh, a friendship, right? It, yes. it goes both ways. And to travel like you ladies did, you know, you, you've got to be accommodating to the other person. And there are sort of some things that one person wants to do, the other person doesn't. Uh, you know, like anything else, it's a relationship. Uh, and Sandy, I mean... You listen to Ellie, what a beautiful, uh, you know, what beautiful words she had for your friendship. What did your families think? Tell me about your families. What our families thought about the trip? Yes, and just the adventure that you had. Yes, well, 
Ellie's family is very accustomed to Ellie's adventures. And um, so uh, on during the trip, my I have seven grandchildren who are all adults now. And of course, they followed us constantly. And I saw frequently their comments. That's my Nana. That's my Nana. And it was it just warmed my heart to see that you know, many times a day on social media for my grandchildren. Now, my children um, sometimes are a little concerned about their mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yep. Doing these crazy things, but they are very pleased that I'm getting to enjoy what I love to do. Mm. Ellie, what about you? Your family wasn't surprised that you did this, obviously. No, they weren't. They they love to travel too, and so uh, they weren't really surprised. I think, I honestly don't think anyone really believed we would do it. Mm. You know, they when we were first mentioned that you know people would smile. Even our family, I don't really think thought, well, that's a nice dream, but you know, you can have dreams, but that's probably just going to be a dream and not an actual event that's going to happen. And uh, I think whenever it did. Uh, I think my family, of course, they 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 worry about me as much as family worried about her. Put it that way, because mm-hmm. they her family was really wanting being contacted and making sure that she was okay. And they're my kids are used to um, me being gone and doing things. So, uh, uh, so that's kind of how it was. Mm. So tell me both, you know, what advice do you have for someone who wants to do something maybe not as extravagant as this, but, you know, think about, well, I'm too, I don't know if yeah, I can do that. I, I have too much going on, you know, that you are both inspirations because it, you know, age doesn't have to be a number. Sandy? Yes. Well, my advice is, first of all, get up out of your easy chair. Step out of your comfort zone, make some plans and live. Mm. Ellie? Oh, because as you said, age is just a number. Yes, age is just a number. And how can people follow you, Sandy? How can people follow you if they want to see your last adventure and are looking forward to the next one? Well, we we have all of the social media uh, around the world uh, at 80 and um, Sandy. And if you just type in Ellie and Sandy, uh, you'll find us. It's all over the place. Our main is around the world at 80. And then on Facebook, it's Sandy and Ellie. But the others are all the Instagram, the TikTok are all around the world at 80. I love it. I, I love what you wrote here. Um Trust in God, but tie your camel. Does somebody want? <laughs> does someone want to talk about yeah. that, Sandy? Well, that was that was our trip uh, through the Middle East, <laughs> and that was an a, an Arab proverb, and uh, so we love that one. It's <laughs> good. Did you have to tie up a camel? Uh, I got uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I got off the camel and walked in the desert and we tied my camel to Ellie's camel. Oh, <laughs> and I rode, pulled her camel. <laughs> she rode it. She rode her camel in the desert three hours to the so we could sleep in a Bedouin tent 
I said, I can walk in this desert more easily than I can ride on a camel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you are both delightful. Uh, has anyone approached you about, you know, filming a, a, a reality TV show? I think you ladies would be amazing. <laughs> well, it's interesting. We haven't really had the reality TV show. Well, I guess we have, but we really didn't follow through on that. But we uh a movie, yes, we've been approached about that, and we're in progress of that, as well as a, a book. Oh, that good. we've been approached about doing a book, so we're excited about all of that. It's just something who would expect at eighty-one years old you'd be doing this, and not sitting at home knitting or anything, oh. without doing all this this stuff. So, uh, anyway. Uh, uh, but it's been quite quite an adventure even during the trip and and since the trip. Well, it's just been a pleasure talking to you both. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big fan now and I'm going to be following your next adventure and you're going to have to keep in touch. OK, because I want to uh, make okay. sure that our listeners are going to be following you as well. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Just to God bless you both. And you just you know, you gave me lots of hope. My mom is, like I said, 81 and she's, she's awesome. She would love to do something like this. And I'm going to make sure that she, she listens to this podcast because I think it'll, it will inspire her as well. And if you listen, if you need a third wheel, uh, Stella Dean might be interested. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. All right. Thank you so Bye. much. Thank God bless. You. Thanks to Sandy and Ellie for such a wonderful conversation. I hope they inspired you to try to live each day to the fullest. It doesn't have to be a trip around the world. It can simply be doing something you've been putting off or calling up a friend who you haven't heard from for a long time. Live like the ladies do, making the best out of life at 82. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.